I, I'm actually really glad that that's the opening question. And if I understand it right, it's a fairly direct question. What if it's a family-owned business and you look around and there are some other people on the bus that shouldn't be holding seats? What do you do? Uh, our research actually speaks to that pretty directly because, first of all, many of the companies in our research were family companies or are family companies. Walgreens is a family company. Abbott was a family company. And uh, Marriott was a family company. And I would say about a third of the companies in our research I would put in the classic category of being family enterprises. But also comparison companies were family companies too in a number of cases. So it's not that, that they're necessarily family versus not, but really how did the good to great or the great family companies answer this question differently than the mediocre ones? In 1959, a chief executive or fellow who became chief executive named George Kane uh, took over a sleepy family company named Abbott Laboratories. And George was a fairly remarkable man. He was, he was quiet, he was understated, uh, but he had very inspired standards. And his inspired standards were so severe that he just could not stand what the company had become. It was utterly mediocre. Now, interestingly, at the exact same moment of history, another family company also had a new chief executive, which was Upjohn. So we have this almost perfect test tube. They were the same size, in the same business, with the same family history, with the same basic profitability, at the same moment in history, both with family leaders taking over at the helm. What was different and how they handled it? George Kane, being a level five, was ambitious first and foremost for making the company great. And he said very simply, I don't care if you're my brother or my cousin or my mom or any other family member. For the key seats on this bus, if you do not have the potential to potentially become the best in the industry at your seat, you will not hold that seat. I've always wondered what Thanksgiving was like. <laughs> George Kane spent 10 years rebuilding the seats on the bus because it was a very difficult and arduous process for him. Not only did he change the management seats on the bus, which he did, but he also changed the board seats, which took him about 10 years. And he said, unless I can get the board to have the best possible board in this industry, I'm, I'm not going to be able to make it. I need to do that too. Because of the family dynamics, it took him a decade to get it done. But he got it done. And when you go over to Upjohn, you found a very different pattern. The executive there facing the exact same situation, I mean identical, never had the will to say, if you can't be potentially the best in the industry at your seat, you will not hold that seat. And he didn't go through the 10 years of very, very difficult transition. And that result is that from a family standpoint, I'd much rather be a family owner of Abbott stock than Upjohn. And in the end, the family prospered immensely. People could go off and do other things with their lives. Abbott became an exceptional performer. Abbott outperformed Merck two to one, which is a remarkable performance off of this family base. 
Upjohn doesn't even exist as an independent company anymore. Nobody said level five is easy. <laughs>